Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey podcast with Jim Belial. And alert the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey podcast with Jim Belial. Trap, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Country music and fine moonshine. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. A podcast for every Everyone in the good old USA and all around the world. Over there, over there, send the word, send the word over there. Quality booze and country music at its best. So you're saying, can you set my country music award on fire? The music, nice and loud. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to 11. 11, exactly. You can email the show at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. That's bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. It's just swimming with bow-legged women. All social media can be found at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well... My advice to you... Start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun, even for you non-drinkers. Y'all want to drink whiskey? I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean lab. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey, everyone. Welcome to our third installment for Women's History Month. This is Maddie True on today. Thank you so much, Maddie and Jeff McMahon, for making this happen. Um, I am super excited for you to hear this conversation. It was so nice to hear from somebody in Nashville that is just absolutely killing as a female artist. She has surrounded herself with probably the best team she could have really hoped for. Um Get, having getting to know Jeff McMahon over the last, you know, really since September of last year when I started this whole thing, uh, Maddie has been a constant, con- constant topic of conversation, and I'm so glad we finally were able to make it happen. Um, learning about Maddie and who she is and where she's come from is, has been a real pleasure for me. Um, so without really further ado, I don't want to keep this conversation from you because it was such a great one. Um, again, Maddie, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, Maddie, true, everyone. Enjoy. I also want to say a big thank you to our friends over at CMV Music Network for sponsoring today's episode and helping us bring it to you. Always remember CMV Music Network. It's where musicians come to play. Ooh, that took a minute, didn't it? Wow, you know, Maddie, it's one of those things where it either works right the first time or it's it's this sort of thing. But I'm right. so glad 
I'm so glad we figured it out, and I'm so happy that you're here. Yes. Are we good? Uh -huh. Nice to meet you. Yeah, yes. nice to meet you. It's, you know, it's, it's been a while. You know, we've been talking about having you on this show for, God, it feels like since, like, the first week I started, I started I know. this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. So like I told you, you know, this is this is about you. You know, this isn't this isn't your typical interview because I, you know, just just so you know, I think that the typical question and answer interview format is boring. I think it's um, you know, uneventful and this gives you the opportunity to shine and talk about you because that's that's what I'm here for is you. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah. I I like it. I'm I'm ready to take charge. Alrighty, so go ahead. Tell us who you are, what you're doing, and I will. Uh, I'll I'll talk when, if if and when I need to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Perfect. Uh, and I am very excited to tell you that I am a country artist in Nashville, Tennessee, pursuing my dream. Um, I've had this dream since I was a little girl, and uh, you know, Jim, it's I started. It's that cliche answer when I was little, um, but my family knew pretty early on that I was going to do this. Um, so uh, it all started um, with Shania Twain CD, the Come On Over album. Uh, yeah, I would uh, get in the car and I could tell my mom, um, you know, okay, play number four, play number five, uh, all this stuff. I was so excited to listen to Shania Twain and it was just so inspiring. And then um, my Nana, my late Nana, she, me and her watched American Idol. And so... She passed away before I was able to audition, um, and her daughter called me one day and said, you know, um, why don't you come up here and do it? So I had the whole American Idol route. Um, that was my first concert, so it was um, it was really inspiring. After I saw it, I was like, okay, that's what I want to do. And it was the uh, Reuben Studdard and Clay Aiken season. Um, so it, it was awesome. And then, um, you know, I'd, I'd go on trips with my mom to audition just for fun. And, uh, it, it just became a thing and I kept making it. And so, uh, that gave my parents more of a reason to believe. Um, and so, yeah, that's the, uh, commercial start of music, but I was a theater kid. Um, I did choir and I was all about it. And so um, when I got to pick colleges, I wanted to come to Nashville and I was looking at Belmont University. There are only two commercial voice programs in the United States and it's that one and Berkeley. So if I didn't get in there, I, I honestly was gonna go to UTK and be a detective, um, but I'm super glad nice. <laughs> that I got into Belmont. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I graduated with a bachelor in commercial music and a emphasis in music business. Um, I did some publishing internships through college. So I've got to see the business side. I mean, I just love every aspect of music and it's all I've ever done. Um, in school, I was just good at lunch and choir. I mean, that, that was me. <laughs> I've never done anything else, Jim. It's, this is my life. And, um, you know, I'm living downtown. Uh, my family's here now. We're all street apart and they're coming to all my gigs and we're just having a good time. My roommate is also in music. And so we're just taking it in and um, having fun. And uh, I'm working with Jeff McMahon, um, which uh, he was telling me about you. That's how I uh, found you. And he was, uh, you know, uh, really excited to see your podcast, um, you know, moving forward and stuff like that. So we appreciate you reaching out to me and asking me to do this. And uh, I even wore my cowgirl boots. 
Um, you can't see them, but I wanted to get into character. So <laughs> I got my books oh. and then I drank some whiskey last night. Um, you know, we went to a concert and saw a little Texas, um, which is a friend of Jeff's and we got to meet them. And, you know, I, it's so fun because I'll, I'll be in situations and I'll be like, just how did I get here? How did yeah. I get here? I'll be talking to all these big people and, um, you know, Jeff is taking me all around, showing me the ropes. So we're having so much fun. Um, I've got songs to come out this year. Um, our goal is to reach four. Um, and I'm really excited about it. I want to do my first music video this year and, uh, just some things coming down the pike. I'll be playing, uh, festivals and I'll be going on tour with our friend Jim Brown. Uh, Mountain Florida, which we did in October as well. And it's so much fun. It was my first time on a tour bus. I mean, it's just so unreal. I love it. Every step, I'm like, what? How did I get here? <laughs> I, I can imagine. You know, and it's, it's, it's cool to see, you know, everything you're doing and, you know, the projections that, you know, I've seen for you. You know, you're on everybody's radar to you know, to do something big. And, you know, mm -hmm. I, you know, I came across your song. I think Jeff might have sent it to me. And, you know, I don't have a lot of, you know, you hear music all day long, right? And you don't have, you don't always have those stop in your track moments. Right. Um, but, you know, the first song Jeff sent me, I had one of those moments and it was like, Ooh. oh, damn, this girl does have what it takes. I love it. Thank you so much. Was it, uh, that's the lonely talking? Yes, I believe so. Awesome. Yeah, that's, um, that's one of my favorite songs. When I heard it, I just immediately asked to cut it. Um, I've been traveling to Muscle Shoals. Um, that's become part of my story. I've got a lot of good friends out there, um, a lot of good writer friends. And so um, Jimmy Thrasher and Katie Barber wrote this song. And, um, you know, it, it was just so traditional traditional country like it was that was the writing style of it and you don't hear that anymore no. and my favorites are Patsy Cline, Loretta Lynn um you know all the throwback traditional country and so you know as a woman in country music and you know just an artist it's it's hard to find your sound and so I thought that would be cool to pick and try to make it my own and see you know how we could bring it uh, or how we can modernize it so yeah. that was really fun and I I loved it. Um, my first single, Only Sometimes, was fun. I had a lot of good players on that. Um, I had Carrie's drummer, Garrett Goodwin. I had, um, oh, who else? It was uh, oh Sasha Stravosky, who was also um, Darius Rucker's still player. So that that had some good players on it. So I was I was like, okay, this is you know my good luck charm. It's going to be my first one, and all these cool people are on it. So I, I got to yeah. release it. Um, how? I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt you, but how is that? Like, how does how does that make you as an artist feel? Where you know you cut your first single and you have really these you know these giants in the music world playing with you. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's cool. Like it's, again, it's one of those situations, like how did I get here? But um, with only sometimes Justin Miller was the producer. I met him through a friend and then those were his friends. And so I I'm used to going into the studio, you know, just being quiet, professional, trying to make friends. And we went in there and I just was really grateful. I take it all in. So I love to take in everything and I get really giddy about it all. 
Um, and so I just, you know, sat there and watched them work their magic and learn from it. And um, it's really cool. And uh, Jeff is also, you know, taking me around with people that have been in the business forever. Um, so I'm hanging out with, you know, all older people that, you know, are perfect to look up to and learn from. So it's, yeah. it's fun. And then studio time is always fun. Uh, and then, you know, we, with my producers, we talk it out and, you know, we're trying to find my sound or say, okay, you know, we need to do this here in this song or it, just all the different elements. Like how can we make it Maddie true? And it's such a fun process. Um, you know, to talk about it all. So um, I was really glad it only sometimes came out the way it did. And then that's the lonely talking also came out good too. So um, I'm excited for the rest and all these producers I'm using are completely talented and I'm just really grateful. Yeah. I mean, your sound is, you know, for being, you know, newer to the, to the scene is so mature and so authentic that, you know, anybody that would, you know, if, they come across you through a playlist on Spotify or wherever, you know, I think it would be fair to say that, you know, they would assume that you'd been doing this professionally really for much longer than you have been. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, I'd like to think so. I've got a, got a big resume. It's got musical theater on it too, but uh, the performing side being on stage, I've, I've been on a lot and plan to be on a lot more. And, you know, with Jeff, it's, it started to grow. I had my, um, Bluebird debut um, around my birthday week so that was really fun um, and it's just it keeps on growing and uh, I'm playing some big stages uh, coming up and I'm just really excited again taking it all in yeah no, like it, it's a, it's awesome to hear this story because it really you know obviously you've worked hard at it right mm -hmm. but you've also you know, I don't want to say have gotten lucky, but you know, you're, you've put yourself in the, in the position to be lucky. You know I mean? Right. Right. For any, anybody that's in the, in the industry and not to, you know, we could go off about it all day, but you know, yeah. Jeff's not a nobody. Right. So right. for you to connect with him, you know, kind of out of the gate, like that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it, it's a total God thing. And, you know, I just, I stick with it. Um, you know, it's easy to get down in this business. It's easy to leave it because, yeah. you know, it just depends if the love's there, if you want to move on to each their own. But I just love it so much that, you know, I don't want to stop and I'm never going to. Um, and yeah, but, and Jeff has, you know, turned my world around and really, you know, got me on a right track and is teaching me a lot. He's a great mentor and is uh, become family and so yeah I you know he's he's pretty cool yeah yeah no absolutely I mean from the conversations I've had with him it's like oh well I'm getting on the plane now to come drink him so let's go right, right. <laughs> and I, yeah and out of all things I met him at a uh realtor party downtown and um oh. yeah it was at the beginning of 2020 and he was going to play um after the realtor party, he was going to play on Broadway with our good friend, Zach Stone. Y'all should look him up. He's a great country artist. And so in my mind, I was like, oh, okay, he's a Broadway player. And in 2020, I said that my New Year's resolution was to play on Broadway and just practice my chops. So I met him and I was like, uh, you know, oh, hey. And he was like, why, you know, how are you? You know, what, 
what are you doing? What are, you know, what are we meeting about essentially? And uh, I was just saying, Oh, you know, I just saw you play on Broadway and uh, just, you know, if you need a filler, I'd love to, you know, come in and uh, I just like making friends. So, um, so that's how that happened. And then a week after I had a website and then the rest is history. Yeah. No, I wanted to, I want to ask you because I, I find it interesting, you know, you being so, you know, I don't want to say so new into your career, but you right. know, er, in, in, the, in the first few years. Yeah. Now being in Nashville and, and working with these people, I know we talked about it a little bit, but you know, what's it like to, you know, be a kid from not from Nashville yeah. to have these experiences with, with these people that you've listened to, you've heard about, you know, so right. on and so forth, you know, because I know for, I know my experience with it. So I can only imagine what it's like for an actual artist. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, growing into it again, it's, it's a God thing, but, um, just being around all these people and meeting them and just the way that, you know, um, this guy's connected to this girl, you know, I mean, everybody's right. connected and with Belmont, um, all of us, you know, we're doing music. We were in music business classes together and we've all moved on to jobs on music row. And so we kept in touch and then, you know, they know somebody. And then because of my publishing internships throughout college that's where I got around some bigger people and uh, learned a lot more how to be around all these people and just have the confidence in myself too and um, I you know it's just it, it keeps going to where you gotta be proud of yourself because you know even if I don't make it after like these situations I'm in that's pretty cool you yeah. know, at the end of the day, I could die happy tomorrow. I've met my yeah. favorite songwriter, Brett James, and I'm working with Jeff McMahon, and I've been on a tour bus, you know? So right. it just, uh, it keeps getting better. I mean, I'm, I'm still meeting so many people, and I'm a friend person, you know? I've always um, liked making friends. I'm in so many uh, weddings right now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but that's, that's who I am. Yeah, I'm, I, I have not dated, and that's just my world. I'm, I'm very... Um, I value friends. That's awesome. You know, mm -hmm. in, in, in this industry, you know, you need to have as many as you can. Yeah, yeah. And so that's helped because of, you know, making friends and being social. Like I was able to go into these networking situations with confidence and, you know, um, uh, poise and, you know, just manners, all the things, just not stepping out of the way and, you know, meeting people professionally and then you know making friends and um being just in all of them because they're they're great everybody here is um very talented and so uh just hanging out with them writing with them it's fun because we all have these creative ideas and you know with uh I'm I'm songwriting and so when I when I came to Nashville I did not songwrite and I don't mm -hmm. know why but I I think when I got here I just expected every Liz Rose and Brett James cut. Uh, um, yeah. And so I had to start doing that in college. And um, now I'm, I'm co-writing and I'm getting better. But then that also makes the friendships really deep because we mm -hmm. say everything just to get, you know, out of the song. So it's been, you know, I, I just can't keep up. If I had a list of how many people I knew and cared about here, it'd, you know, it'd be forever long, so. Yeah. Now, how when you first started your career and, you know, thinking about Nashville, were you traveling back and forth from home to Nashville or did you just say, you know what, 
we're just going to jump in feet first and see what happens. Yeah. So we jumped in. I had traveled to Nashville a couple times. My cousin lives up here. So she drove us around um, Belmont and all that stuff. And I knew I wanted to go about go to Belmont, like around middle school or so. I, I knew that that's where I wanted to be. And um, so I come up here one time to go for a, uh, I was playing at Hard Rock Cafe downtown. That was my first gig here. And then after that, like just seeing it and, you know, hearing all the music coming out of the windows of every bar, it was just okay, even more lock in. Okay. I want to do this again. And so I did just kind of jump in and, uh, you know, just stuck with the choir musical theater thing in high school. Yeah. Now, was that a, was that a tough transition for you to do, you know, cause, cause choir and, you know, musical theater is it is a totally different world yeah. than country music. Yeah. So I stopped musical theater my senior year. Um, I had actually, uh, gotten a voice lesson at Belmont before I went or auditioned um, through a um, program that I was a part of. And uh, so I had that and, you know, uh, his name was Henry Smiley and he was just telling me, you know, this is how this works or, you know, um, if you stop musical theater, you know, uh, it would be beneficial. but, you know, all this performance stuff that it's given you is great. And so um, I kind of learned how to come in like that, um, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Now, so so that background in musical theater made, you know, getting on a stage and playing your songs that much Yeah. Easier. Yeah, it pushed it. And then um, with choir, too, I got some solos. And then we would have competitions. So that worked out. And then you know, just figuring out parts. I'll do background vocals for people here now. And uh, I mean, it's just so ingrained that uh, choir was huge um, for where I'm at now. Um, So uh, I'm really grateful that that was along the path. Um, So yeah, it's all, it's all worked out. It's all helped. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So Mm -hmm. now that you're starting to write songs and do your own, do your own thing. Yeah. Have you found that to be easy or is it a challenge or is it something that you know you could take or leave yeah so I um it's getting easier and um I'm loving these ideas I'm coming up with um I I have not written a song by myself um I'm a Mm co-writer because I have these all these ideas but I want to put them in the correct order and then I want to have a melody for it I'm stronger with uh, the lyrics than I am melody but when I bring in, you know, my favorite co-writers, we get, you know, the perfect setup and they um, kind of organize the song and then they throw what they want in there. And then it's become this whole creative idea. Um, and if it's, you know, what we want, uh, I'll cut it. If it's, you know, for another artist, we'll pitch it around and see what happens. So it's it's really fun. It's a cool process, you know, just to give other people your songs and then um, just the publishing acts aspect. It's it's songwriting is awesome. I didn't, yes. you know, I'm glad that I've jumped into that um, and wish I had done it sooner. Wish I had known uh, when I came up here that I should have done it before. Yeah. You know, I, I've been talking to a lot of people lately that are newer into the songwriting aspect of things. And, mm-hmm. you know, I like to ask, you know, when it comes up, if, you know, you go into a write and you have an idea where it's like, oh, damn, this is, this is good. And like you, you personally are like, this is, this is it. This is the one. Yeah. And then, and then you get into that write with whoever you're writing with and they look at you and say, Maddie, the song sucks. 
Um, <laughs> yes. you know, has that come up with you yet or? Um, well, no, I mean, it's more like Not back so and many forth. Words. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. It's more back and forth. And, you know, if we don't write that song or if they like, you know, an angle of that idea, we'll yeah. take it that way. And, you know, you may not get the one you wanted, but then it'll still turn out great. And, um, just depends on what the other writer is feeling too. So we could go in and he, they may have an idea, um, that we need to pick that time or, you know, maybe another writer, writer will like it. Um, you know, again, too, like with this business, I try to keep in mind, too, that everybody has opinions um, of their own and then some that are match a lot of other opinions. And so that's also a confidence booster, too. Like we can take all these no's, um, right. you know, and uh, value people's opinions, but also have some confidence to see if somebody else believes in us. Um, but yeah, with writing, um, I really, uh, listen to my friends' opinions because again, I'm, I was newer to writing and I'm getting better, but I still let them drive the boat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then I, yeah, with all the lyrics, I, I get it down. That's awesome. So yeah. is it, you know, you hear all these stories about, you know, you know, if, if when you're in the industry, you know, I'm sure like the regular everyday people aren't, aren't aware yeah. of this, but. You know, you have the schedule times, you know, whatever it is, you know, oh, we're going to write today from 11 to three or, you know, whatever. Right. Um, is there times where you go into those and you're just like, I, I got nothing. I have nothing to nothing to um, give today. Yes, absolutely. And there's a lot of reschedules, which is fine. You know, um, being a musician, like even with our work schedules, um, some things get in the way. And then sometimes, you know, we can be down and, you know, we don't want to waste the other's other writer's time. And for not feeling inspired, it's it's totally acceptable and everybody, you know, gets it. So, yeah, um, yeah I've, I've had days like that. You've, yeah. um, I get inspired like... Uh, I don't know how many times a week, but I'll, I'll jump in on it. And so um, if I'm feeling about writing that topic that I had come up with, um, then I'll, you know, call a friend to do it. But it, it takes some time to actually, you know, get to that idea yeah. sometimes if I'm not feeling it. Yeah, that that's cool. You know, I, I find mm -hmm. the whole songwriting aspect of this industry really fascinating because it's, you know, I grew up in a world of non-country music. Like I, okay. I, Honestly, I couldn't stand country music until about six years ago. Really? And um, like I've jumped into it like head first and it's been crazy. But, you mm. know, I come from a, you know, a classic rock, rock and roll, nice. early 2000s kind of world. Yeah. And, you know, I've seen hundreds and hundreds of shows and, you know, this genre and this, I, I like to call it a community, is so different than, you know, what they're doing in rock and roll or other you know yeah. genres in that you know that sense of community and um you know i find it unique where it is that you know because you know people say it all the time you know you watch the cmas and right you know as a fan you want everybody to win you know mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter yeah um, you know, do you see that being in it Absolutely. It's as like, is in, uh, are we supportive of each other or is it just, is that yeah. kind of where you're yeah, going? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really is. And I'm not just saying it, um, you know, country music, uh, 
everybody's rooting for everybody, even at Belmont. That was never anything we had to worry about. And, yeah. you know, I'll go to all my friends' shows. I buy all of their T-shirts. If they get a merch store, I get their stickers and put them on my guitar case. And they yeah. do the same. And it's just, we all are, it's just so hard that we all know about it. And then we're just like, okay, you go for your dream. Because at the end of the day, we're going for dreams. And how can you right. not root for that? Right. Why, why do you think, you know, you personally, why do you think that country music is so different in that aspect rather than, you know, some of the other genres that are out there? You know, I, this is the only business I've really seen. I've got friends that go out to L.A. and do the pop, um, you know, pop scene and all this stuff. And I, I it's just the way this town moves and, you know, how I've uh, found my way through the business um mm -hmm. that it's just I don't know how I got there but we're all we're all very kind I mean um people like to sign you know people they can hang out with and then country music you're having fun on the stage you know they're yeah. taking shots on stage or you know everybody's just jamming to some bluegrass and really it's um everybody's inspired by you know the songs that they're putting out because you know back to songwriting like you're getting deep. You're actually saying yeah. to whoever you're writing about or to whatever you're writing about, this is how you feel. And it's, yeah. you know, you can be as specific as you want. And every there's just so much truth in the industry that I think that's um, another reason why it's, why it's so, um, you know, smooth going and kind. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's they, they say it's three chords and the truth for a reason. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. It really is. For sure. So now, you know, now that where you are um, for the rest of 22 and, you know, however far ahead you're looking, what, mm -hmm. what is, what is you, what is your career? What does your year look like for you? It looks like uh, climbing a lot of steps, um, yeah. you know, just trying to uh, find everything we can to make this work or to make this work. Um, we, we're doing some acoustic videos. We're finding different outlets. Um you know, and releasing these songs and learning more marketing. I'm really excited. I hope we can get a music video out this year, which is one of our goals. And um, it's just gonna, we're just climbing over here because we've gotten to a point where we're doing good and I've got some big stuff coming up. So it, it's just gonna be, you know, practicing, taking it in and, you know, seeing what's next. That's awesome. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Now, what about um, releases? Are you doing singles the rest of the year do you got an ep or an album that you're working on yeah. we're gonna release some singles out this year um you know and they're they're all different but i love every song i put out um you know we're still trying to find my sound or you know what uh, comes together as an ep and uh you know but at the end of the day i i just like releasing all my songs regardless if they're you know pop or traditional so um it'll be yeah it'll be about four um and so I, I'm really excited. All right. Now I need to ask you because I keep seeing the word and you've said it now a couple of times where, um, you know, you hear pop and country and I, and I see it attached to you everywhere where, you know, yeah. you know, Maddie true pop country. And, you know, me as a, as a, just a regular guy, that's, you know, <laughs> you know whatever. Yeah. I hear your voice and I think to myself, Wow. Maddie True is not pop country. That's insulting. <laughs> Thank because you. you have such an authentic, kick-ass, authentic country music voice. 
Thank you. I, I love that, I, that you see that. Uh, that's what I'm striving for. I mean, Loretta Lynn and Patsy Cline, I can't imagine being in the same, you know, uh, era as them and, uh, you know, just trying to be on that stage uh, early on, you know, it, it would have been right. be born around that time or, you know, be in my 20s around that time where women were really com- coming into country music. And yeah. uh, so I, I really like the history of it. So I'm, I'm really glad that you see that because that is one of the goals to be too. You know, in, you know, now that I say it and I say it out loud and I hear your response, you know, maybe it's a little unfair because you yeah. know, people would say that Carrie is pop country and- Oh my gosh, you know, I yeah, love she, her. Yeah, me too. And yeah, she has, you know, some of those, you know, more yeah. radio friendly songs. That's how I see it as radio friendly. Yeah, that's an- But she still has that- yeah, she still has that authentic Southern country music sound to her voice that, right. you know, she can do really anything. And I guess, you know, know, you have that same voice. Well, thank you. Yeah, her um, her new uh, Christian album with the Victory in Jesus is one of my favorite songs. And it's very traditional. But then, you know, her albums, my favorite was Storyteller. Um, mm-hmm. And it had like some rough edges. And then, you know, she did another one that was more pop. So she's really, I am obsessed with Carrie Underwood. That is, yeah. you know, her and Kelly Clarkson and then Patsy Klein and Loretta are my, you know, uh, inspirations. And so uh, with Carrie, it's inspiring because she can be so versatile. Um, and so as I release these songs and I'm an early artist, I, you know, I like releasing different stuff because I feel like Carrie Underwood. And then, you know, once I get it, I'll get it and then can go out and hopefully do what she's doing. Yeah. So I don't know if Jeff has told you, but by the time this comes out, this is going to be, we're going to be probably in the middle of March. Uh, March is um, Women's History Month. So here at the podcast, we've been doing a, uh, a woman, you know, a, a salute to women in country right? So all month we've been doing that. The songs of the day have been all women. Every release Mm -hmm. on Tuesdays for these conversations are all women. Um, Let me ask you this. Now, there is a, there is a range of women in this industry and you being in the industry, you know, you see it, you know, you have women that are like, um, you know, Martina and Faith and Carrie and, Mm -hmm. you know, the list goes on and there's so many different styles. There's so many different sounds. You know, I would argue that the women in country music produce and put out much better songs than the men. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Um, you know, I think things are getting better. It's slow, but why, why do you think in this industry, the women have the, I, I re- and I hate to say this, but why are you guys getting the back seat? You know, I don't know. And they're trying. There's a lot of, um, and I will say there's a lot of girls here that are either Nashville famous and they're still putting them on tours with big artists. Yeah. And we're really trying to make a breakthrough. And, you know, these girls, all of us are trying to find something that makes us unique and uh you know marketable and you know who we are being authentic and so a lot of us are young we're still trying to figure this out and you know so that's a factor too um but you know with all the uh, women who've been in country music for so long that's what keeps us going um yeah 
And so hopefully, you know, that'll break through and uh, Lainey Wilson just broke through and hopefully she can stay afloat. And that's the thing too, you know, you get to this point in your career and you can either just have this hit and then be done, or you can get to the level of carry and Reba to where you're set the whole time. And that's my goal. And, you know, of course, everybody that's in music's goal. Um, So I think because, uh, women in country music were getting out there slow, then we may have some uh, better luck getting to that point right. and staying solid because we need that. We need, right. you know, all kinds of people in country music and that's fair. And there's a lot, a lot of talented people in this uh, city that, I mean, just it's, it's unreal. Everybody should be famous here. And yeah, so yeah. hopefully all these women and me, we can find an outlet just to be like, Hey, you know, we also can dominate this genre too. We can all yeah. be friends and, you know, yeah. you know, I, it, you know, it's funny because, you know, I think really with, you know, the streaming services, whether it's Spotify or Apple or Amazon or whatever, you know, you're seeing more and more playlists of, mm-hmm you know, women in country music. And I really think that that's, you know, going to catapult, you know, women, women in country music to a level where, you know, eventually country radio is just going to have to, you know, just going to have to fall in line. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that's great. I do too. Yeah. That, uh, you're totally right with that. Uh, whoever's on these playlists is very pro women and, it's big playlists. So that's, that's their goal. So, um, that, you know, I pray that all of us can stay on that. Yeah. You know, and I, and I say things like that on the show all the time and I'm probably, I probably don't make any friends in the, in the big national <laughs> industry, but you know, it's one of those things, like I'm here to advocate for you, for, you know, everybody else, you know, yeah. and you know, I'm, I got to push what I think, you know, that I like and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Your stuff is what I like. So well, thank um, you. You're welcome. Now I know I know we're all busy, so I thank you again for your time and all of that. Um, I do have the only two questions I come prepared with, and we kind of talked about it at the beginning. But okay. um, your boots and your whiskey. What are they? What are your preferences? Yes. Um, so my boots, they really come from everywhere. Um, I've got like a couple pairs and then I'm really into the Freebird shoes. I've got, um, those and, uh, yeah, I just, I keep getting them from everywhere. I don't have a specific, uh, place in mind, but I'm a huge Freebird fan. Um, and then my whiskey, I like whiskey sour because whiskey, uh, you know, is good for your voice. And then you've got some lemon in there, which is also that. And then the lime, it just makes it a little easier to drink the whiskey, even though I can drink it straight. Um, I like bullets, um, you know, but I'm exploring my grandfather, you know, is, uh, really good with all those things and teaching me. So I like trying new stuff and my brother's here too. So, you know, we do that too. Um, but I'm a whiskey sour girl all the way. That's awesome. That's, yeah. that's great. Well, Manny, I really can't thank you enough. You've been, you know, truly, uh, uh, you know, a professional's professional in all this. And I, I thank, thank you. you. I think, I thank Jeff for everything. And, and I look forward to watching you grow and, you know, really anything you guys need, just reach out. And as always, I will do everything I can to help, help promote you. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, Jim. This was so much fun. Good. I'm glad. Thank you. It was, it was a blast and I look forward to talking to you soon. Okay, you too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. 
Well, there you have it, everyone. My conversation with Maddie True. Maddie, thank you so much for taking the time again, like I said at the top of the show, to come and hang out and chat with us. Your story is absolutely incredible. I am so excited to see what happens for you in your career and your future. And, you know, like I said, your team is just absolutely incredible. Jeff, thank you again so much for everything. Um, For those of you that are listening to this, stay tuned. We have some, we've been talking to Maddie's team about doing more stuff with Maddie in the, in the coming weeks and months. So I don't want to say too much um, because those plans are still in the works, but keep an eye out. This isn't going to be the last time you hear from Maddie True on this show. That's for that's for damn sure. Um, yeah, it's just it's so cool, isn't it, to to hear somebody's story, especially Maddie's. You know, and I hope you after this episode go and check out her music and her sound because it's definitely one of those sounds that you're not gonna want to miss. You're going to hear this girl's voice, if you haven't already, and go, oh, wow. Oh, wow, this girl has it, because she does. She is so talented. The songs she has put out, although not a ton, right, are just absolutely killer. They're killer. And I I really can't say more. She's just such a sweetheart. She's awesome. She's just incredible. Um... So, Maddie, again, thank you so much for that. And thank you to everybody that has listened to the show and keeps supporting the show and all the likes, the comments, the views on YouTube for our whiskey reviews, all of that. Um, we have a lot of we have a lot of new um, partners, I guess you could say, since last week. Um, as always, Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company, you know, the OG. Um, thank you so much. Matthew Allen Photography. Um, thanks, buddy. We're going to have an actual episode of our whiskey review coming out tomorrow that's going to feature Matt. And uh, so stay tuned for that. Um, Soul Authentic, thank you. Um, for So I'm going to shout them out on the podcast, but they're going to be more, um, I, I want to say sponsors or partners of the whiskey reviews. That would be Chocolate Whiskey Discs. Chocolate Whiskey Discs. Wow say that 10 times fast um they're out of texas they're fantastic absolutely great um we're going to be reviewing them on the on the youtube channel very soon um and then our friends over at roxley um the whiskey stones they have those premium sets we focus on on the on the youtube there and um they're absolutely fantastic and i and i'd be remiss if i didn't mention our latest partnership with cmv music network we actually released the interview we did with them last week. Um, that's on our Instagram and our Facebook pages and their Facebook page as well. So go check that out. It was so great talking to them, and I can't wait to see what we can do together. We've um, we actually have some some of the same previous contacts and episodes and interviews. So um, I think working together, we can we can really bring this home. Um, so thank you to all of you guys for everything, for everything you've done for the show and everything we continue to do together. It's it's an absolute dream to be able to do this and where this has come. You know, I know I say it every week, but it's it's absolutely incredible. Um, I don't think we have anything crazy this week. Um, we're still in the midst of Women's History Month. Um, 
I hope you enjoyed Crystal King's Instagram takeover last week as well as Kirsty Krause's. Um, that was a lot of fun. Um, what else? We got St. Patrick's Day this week, so I mean, it's my favorite holiday of the year. And next week we have another, next Tuesday we have another great interview in store for you, so stay tuned for that. You won't want to miss that one. She's fantastic. Um, and then next Saturday, the 26th, we have Chris Jansen and Ray Fulcher, the Palladium in Worcester. Um, so I wanted to shout out to Ray Fulcher for hooking us up with that and helping us along that, as well as off the rails in the Palladium there in Worcester. Um, thank you, everybody, for that. Um, so yeah, without further ado, God, it's great to be Irish. I'll just say that for one, because I am uh, a little bit. And we, you know, I, I married a Boston Irish girl through and through. So we have a, we have a deep history here and a deep, um, a deep connection to the Irish in this house and at this show. So, uh, cheers everyone until next week. We'll, uh, we'll see you next Tuesday for our next review. And don't forget our whiskey review tomorrow. Um, I'll give you a little hint. It is a celebrity whiskey. But it's a celebrity whiskey that is absolutely fantastic. So stay tuned for that tomorrow. Um, yeah. And like as always, till next time, keep those boots on the ground, the whiskey in the glass, everyone. Cheers. Thanks for checking us out. We'll see you next time. <laughs>